Welcome to Leading with Hope, sponsored by Keller Williams. Your host is J.D. Bellamy, and we believe life with God is better. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms by simply typing in Leading with Hope. And we're back, guys. I'm so excited uh, to really bring you today's talk. Um, it's really been on my heart. So for those of you that don't know, I'm going to jump right in. My name is J.D. Bellamy, and welcome to Leading with Hope, sponsored by Keller Williams. Really excited about it. Uh, for those of you that may not know, I recently had an opportunity to move, and I moved up north. And of course, I moved to one of those states that snow. And um, I'm right here in Maryland, uh, not too far from DC, and uh, loving it. Working in ministry up here, absolutely love uh, what what God is doing uh, up here in Maryland. But recently here, I was riding to Trader Joe's, and it's one of my favorite grocery stores. Uh, I know that they have them really all across the United States, uh, specifically on the uh, East Coast. Nonetheless, I was riding to Trader Joe's. Now, let me mention, I am from Florida, born and raised in Florida. And uh, as I was traveling, it was snowing. And uh, I looked in the refrigerator. Unfortunately, I didn't have any food because I am a uh, 27-year-old male uh, that I do not stock up on food. Um, And so I was riding to Trader Joe's just to get some food uh, for that day. And uh, as I was riding back, driving back home, it was all good. I was driving, it was all good. And all of a sudden my car just began to hit black ice and began to do a 360. Unfortunately, I began to do a 360. I began to spin out of control. My car is shaking. I slide to the left, hit the guardrail, and I literally total my car. Thankfully in all, I was safe. Um, But nonetheless, believe it or not, as I was uh, slammed into the guardrail on on, our, on my left hand side. The first thing that came to mind is not my health. The first thing that came to mind was, do I have gap insurance? Now, for those of you that don't know what gap insurance is, a gap insurance is really it covers the difference from what you owe uh, on the car and what the value of the car is. So, let's say hypothetically, you owe uh, five dollars on the uh, you owe seven dollars on the car but the car is only valued at $5. What gap insurance does, it steps in and it pays the difference. And sitting on the side of the road, I wish I have a long story. I can tell you um, about my philosophy in regards to insurance, but I won't do that uh, today. Uh, but sitting on the side of the road, it is snowing. My back window is bust completely open. Um, my car uh, uh, back um my car back bumper, it's completely just damaged. And I'm sitting on the side of the road. And the first thing that comes to mind is not my health, is not the condition of my car. But the first thing that comes to mind is gap insurance. And, you know, I, I've been one to kind of buck against insurance saying, um, you don't need it. I'll never need it. Blah, blah, blah. Growing up when I was younger, my mom always had to pull me in and ring me in and say, no, you need insurance. Insurance is one of those things that you don't need until you need it. And boy, was she right. So sitting on the side of the road and you guys may not believe me, but I really, what I did, I took out my phone and I called uh, the financial institution that was uh, backing the gap insurance. And I said, hey, uh, how are you guys doing? Blah, blah, blah. Um, Just trying to make sure that I have gap insurance. And thankfully they told me, they told me that I did. 
you know, I was thinking as I was sitting, this is what my mind thinks. I was thinking as I was sitting on the side of the road in 27 degree weather, snowing uh, while I'm waiting on AAA to come into my car away. I was like, wow, gap insurance. This is essentially what God did for us by sending his son, Jesus Christ. He filled the gap of humanity, those places that we could not fill, those things that we couldn't do. Jesus coming into earth filled the gap so that we could have a right now to what the Bible calls the tree of life. In other words, so that you and I could now have eternal life. He filled the gap. And I know that maybe gap insurance may cost $5 or $11 or maybe $20 in some cases. But can I tell you the gap insurance that Jesus Christ paid was the ultimate price. The gap insurance that Jesus Christ paid, it was the ultimate sacrifice. So much to the fact that he sent his son, that God sent his son, Jesus, and Jesus gave his life so that you and I could have what he calls gap insurance. There's a verse I want to read that just hit me like a ton of bricks as I was thinking this week. It's Romans 12, verse 2. It says, do not be conformed to this world. I'm reading out the English Standard Version. I love the way this reads. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God, what is good, acceptable, Perfect. I want to read that last clause because that's really where I want to pull from on today's talk. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing you may discern what the will of God is, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. Here, the writer is telling us that the will of God is good, it's acceptable, and perfect. Wow. Good, G acceptable a perfect p gap you know i i really think sometimes life can make us seem as if god is working against us like have you ever had one of those days where it seemed like everything was going wrong i i i, I promise you this past february it seemed like everything went wrong like anything that you can name from a car to certain living situations when you get into Maryland. It just seemed like anything that could go wrong did go wrong. And the first thing when those things happen, and you can write this down if you're you're driving, just remember this, don't write it down. If you're sitting in the office, write this down. The first thing that you have to do when, when everything just begins to go in chaos, when the world begins to spin, when things in your life begin to happen, one of the first things that you have to do when things begin to crash and just go into disarray, it's one, stabilize your thoughts. There's a, 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 a pastor by the name of Joyce Meyer. She says, the mind is really the battleground for the enemy. And how true could that be? One of the first things that we have to do when things begin to happen in our life, when things begin to go kind of just in chaos, is stabilize the way that we think. And I love it because the writer says it, right here in in Romans 12, it says this, it says, transform your mind. (laughs) It's funny because every year we get new clothes. Some some of us, we upgrade our cars. We we do renovations to our homes. I was, uh, 20 uh, 20 was a year for my fiance and I to renovate her house. And 
man, that was such a task. But we we renovate our clothes, our, our houses, we buy new clothes, we update our cars. But let me ask you a question. When's the last time you had a mental renovation? When's the last time you went into your mind and you really thought about the thoughts that came to mind? The reality is that some of us, we've allowed seeds to grow so much where those seeds are now trees in our mind. And we think of it just as, oh, that's just a thought I had during the day. But the reality is any thought that you consistently have is no longer just a seed, but it's a it's a tree. I would challenge each of us that's listening to this podcast to think about what we think about. What are those thoughts that continually come to mind, those thoughts that continually wreck our mind, that, that, that take up what I call mental real estate in our mind without paying rent? In this stage of my life, here's what I realize and here's what I hold to be true, is that there's not one thing that I'm going to think about and I'm not going to make pay rent. Because the Bible says this, it says that we should think of those things that are good, that those, those things that are acceptable, those things that are perfect. It says, in fact, that the will of God for your life, let me just tell you this, maybe you're listening to this podcast. Can I just speak this over, over your life while you're driving or while you're listening, uh, while you're working in the office? Let me speak this over your life, that the will of God is good. It's perfect. It's acceptable. The will of God in your life, I just want to say it again, it's good. God has good plans for you. His plans are acceptable. His plans are perfect. And if anything is contrary to good, acceptable, and perfect, it's not the will of God for your life. Now, let me me get into this because, man, I, I love it so much today. Here's the reality, is that our human's mind, our human minds can't comprehend God's goodness. So what looks good to God very well may look bad to us. What what, what looks good to God, got good plans, got perfect plans, got acceptable plans. Because we can't see the totality of what he's currently giving us, it may not look good. But I can promise you if it's from him, it is good. J.D., what are you saying today? What in the world are you saying? I'm saying that God, he has the cheat code. As I was growing up, my brother and I, we, we got a we got an Xbox, one of the first uh, games that we ever received growing up. My brother, he's in the military. His name is Richard. He brought us the Xbox when he was uh, in the military. It was for a Christmas gift. And there was a specific game that we would play. Well, in this game, I would always win the game because I was smart enough to look up on Google some cheat codes. And this cheat code gave me the advantage on the game and my my older brother, Demontre, he never liked it when we played because I would always put in cheat codes and I would never tell him I was putting in cheat codes and he always called me a cheater. Well, it's better to cheat than it is to repeat. Nonetheless, what, what I realize is that God has the cheat codes to our lives. You see, he knows the end from the beginning. He knows what's gonna happen in the middle. And, and when he brings things in our life, it's for, a reason. When he, when God does something, when he puts us in a situation, when he places us in a particular situation, it's not because he's just doing it by happenstance or he's just, he just didn't have a bad day and forget to see about you. No, it's for a reason. Romans uh, 12 and 8, it says, in we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and call it according to his purpose. What I'm saying to you today is that 
God has good plans for you. He has acceptable plans for you. And he has perfect plans for you. There was a, a ruler. The Bible talks about it in the New Testament. He talks about a ruler. And this ruler uh, came to him and the ruler said, hey, good master. And, and, and Jesus stops him. Jesus says, hold on. Why do you call me good? He says, there is only one good, and that is my father. It, it wasn't that Jesus was saying he wasn't good. What Jesus was saying is that your mental, your, 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 your human comprehension, you don't even recognize what's good. Mm, man, like, what if God was trying to give us something in life that we very well could be rejecting? I think so many times, according to psychology, they say that we can get stuck in cycles of normality. And what we can do is we can deem toxic to be normal. And because the consistency of toxic is in our life, we will hold on to that thing that we deem to be normal, which is really toxic. But because we want to hold on to consistency, we'll hold on to what's toxic. What am I saying today? What I'm saying is I think we should think about our thoughts that occur every day. I think we should think about those things that that just come into mind and maybe that we just disregard. Oh, no, you know, it's okay. It's it is what it is. No, no. If it's not good. If it's not acceptable. If it's not perfect. It's not the will of God. Yeah, I, I, I dare you to think on the good things. Think on the acceptable things. Think on the, the perfect things. That word perfect really means maturity. It, it means to be in a mature stage. It means to be developed. And he, here's what the writer was saying. He's saying, hey, God has good plans for you. He has acceptable plans for you, and he has perfect plans for you. He has what we call gap insurance for you. There's one other verse I want to read um, for you today. And before we kind of conclude today's talk, it's 2 Corinthians 8 and 7. It says this, it says, but as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all earthliness, it says, in our love for you, see that you excel in this act of grace also. Saying, hey, as you, as you excel in everything that you're doing, as you excel in work, as you excel in family and career, as you can sell in finances, whatever your, be it, whatever the old hymn writer would say, whatever your lot may be, make sure you excel in his grace. JD, how do I excel in God's grace? It's accepting the finished work that he's done for you. It's accepting the fact that God has finished the work. It's not based upon my good deeds. God, thank God he doesn't love me based upon how good I behave or based, based upon how well I think or based upon what I do. Thank God that his love is not indicative upon my actions, but his love is indicative because of what God has done for us. And that's sending his son, Jesus the Christ. You know, I, I'm going to conclude this, but I... Maybe I'll just come back and do a part two of this, but I think so many times we can get caught up in our own thoughts that we forget about God. I, I know that life can sometimes hit us so hard that we we sometimes forget about our creator. We sometimes forget about, man, there's a God that took time out to create me. 
And the same God that took time out to create me is the same God that's going to take time out and watch over the life that he created. That I'm not in this alone, that I'm not doing this thing alone, that there, there really is a God that's watching over me. And when I fall. And when I make mistakes. And when life may find me in a place where just like, man, I don't know what to do, friend, let me tell you, there is a thing called gap insurance. It's really called grace insurance. It's when God gives you something that you don't deserve. It's his unmerited grace. And that's what God wants to give to you today. Hey, I'll see you here next week. Make sure to tune in. I want to go a little deeper in what gap insurance is and what all God wants to do for you. Until next time, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Have a great week. We would love to hear from you and connect with you. Please join our online community by simply DMing us, and we would love to add you to our online hope groups.